What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of From Broadway to Belmont. I am your host, Krista Selms. Uh, special episode today, and by special, I just mean we're recording it uh, about three hours earlier yeah. than when we normally record it. Um, you've already heard him. I'm here with my wonderful co-host, Kevin Koch. Kevin, jump in. Say hello. Yes, hello. My bad. Uh, that one's on me. I think we've recorded for... We've had to reschedule like three or four recordings. All of my fault. So I think Chris is the wonderful co-host for for putting up with that. But here we are, right before Game 2 of the Islander series, uh, back again. I don't think my job would necessarily be 100% thrilled with the fact that I'm still currently technically working, um, <laughs> but doing a podcast on my work computer especially. Um, but who cares? This is this is more important. <laughs> but yeah, whatever Pod, works. The podcast, the podcast game is is... It never sleeps, but um, yeah. Facts. So 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 like I said, we're recording a little early on Tuesday. Um, so uh, when you listen to this on Thursday, don't expect a game to recap. Yeah, um, it's also game it, two it, tonight ends at like midnight, probably. Especially if it goes to OT, it's gonna be midnight, twelve thirty. Is it we a late game? What time is it? I mean, seven thirty. So I mean, it's not gonna start to like seven fifty, knowing the NHL. Like game game one, that's my gripe. First gripe of the episode. It said it was a twelve o'clock puck drop. The puck did not drop or twelve o'clock start. Puck did not drop till twelve twenty eight. Are you oh kidding me? Twenty eight minutes. Twelve twenty eight. So who knows? I'm expecting like a seven fifty puck drop tonight. Seven forty five. I mean, if it goes to OT, this game's not gonna be over till eleven forty five. By the time we get set up, it's gonna be midnight. I'm not recording till we're not recording till one a.m. Plus, you have to go. Chris is going to Vegas, so that's fun. Yes, I am going to Vegas on Thursday. Um, so we couldn't even record tomorrow night, unfortunately. Yeah. But that's and, okay. Oh, oh, here's my first gripe of the, <laughs> of the episode. Um, Vegas screwed the pooch um, against the Avalanche in the end of the regular season because if they Big beat time. them, they I would have been able to possibly see them when I'm out there. <laughs> so instead, um, they'll be in they'll be in mini. Uh, Awful. That just what a sucks, shame. dude. You should go to like Absolute. a bar or something though. That'd be fun at least. Go check out it's the game. It's my brother's there. birthday. The day the, the, the day I was gonna <laughs> go to the game it was my brother's birthday, and the game would have. So I'm kind of happy it didn't work out because we have reservations at a really nice steakhouse at seven o'clock. The game supposedly was supposed to start at six <laughs> o'clock. So I'm like, <laughs> I might have caught the first three minutes of the game <laughs> based leave. on like, yeah, based on like how the NHL has been operating <laughs> in the playoffs so far. So. um so yeah, it 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 is what it is. But um, yeah, it's a good time to be in Vegas, though. The hype is there. The hype is real. Yeah, I can't wait to put some visit whatever sports book I'm at, uh, <laughs> I can when I'm out there and and put some monies on my Vegas Golden Knights because that's yes. my team right now. This is a this is a Golden Knights Islanders podcast now. That is true. Just that's wait till true. they meet up in the uh, meet up in the Stanley Cup or Conference Finals. That's what we need. Third trip out there. I'm ready. Yeah, it's gonna be tough. My mom is a huge Mark Andre Fleury and Robin Leonard fan, so I don't know what she would uh what she would oh, think of that matchup. She's a hundred percent switching sides. <laughs> <on you. laughs> she's a huge Islander she, fan. She, though. I don't know. She will. She will. She will not rep the Islanders for that. Series. Honestly, it wouldn't, sur- <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if the Fleury love transcended her, it. Her, her allegiance to them is undying. <laughs> Stuff, Which man. I respect because I also really enjoy Vegas Golden Knights. Mark Andre Fleury, Facts. Penguins not, Fleury couldn't not, underst- couldn't couldn't stand them because it was just like I hate the Penguins. They're just like a team I just don't like. Yeah, I mean, every he fiber was, of my being. He was he was a much different player on Pittsburgh. It seemed like, but 
I, I, I felt can, like I he was way it. more corporate, and now it's he's like the cool, like he yeah. wears he wears flip flops <laughs> and long pants kind of guy. <laughs> I know he he did get a little bit more fun, maybe a little bit more personality to let him have out there, which is nice. I mean, the, and the thing is, like everyone's always like, oh, he had like this crazy personality. It's just like Pittsburgh. You never saw feels it. Like the Death Star. Yeah, basically, nobody wants to root for those guys. No, uh, except if you live out there. So um, definitely don't yeah. want to root for them right now. Seeing that the New York Islanders are playing for them, Hell nice yeah, trans, dude. nice transition. Yeah, that, but, yeah. Was, that was good, man. I like. I know. That. I, I stole it, your. You I stole your, your thunder you, you there. Pa- you passed it <laughs> off the backboard. <laughs> stole your transition thunder, but yeah, I mean, hopping right into it. Uh, unfortunately, the, the initial plan was to get game two into this episode, but you know, it just doesn't work out. We're we're busy guys. It happens to the best of us. But uh, game one in the books, big win for the Islanders. I mean. 4-3 in overtime. Um, lots, lots happened, I feel like. A lot more than I anticipated to happen. Um, a couple of initial thoughts. Number one, um, Kyle Palmieri has finally arrived. It was funny because Elliot Freeman put in his 31 thoughts two weeks ago, I think. He was like, Kyle Palmieri, he had some point about Palmieri, I think, or maybe another rental player. And he was like, oh, this is the typical rental player that is doesn't do anything during the regular season and then pops off during the playoffs. And then Palmieri gets the first goal of the game, last goal of the game in overtime, and he just looked like looked like a stud out there. So that was great to see. Um, Semyon Varlamov was also hurt um, in the last game of the regular season, and he didn't even dress on Sunday, which was terrifying. So we had Corey Schneider as a backup, but Ilya Sorokin, I mean, he took the reins and he killed it. Um, definitely wasn't like that first Rangers game where we played him, but I think you mentioned it was a much different uh, circumstance probably. Yeah, I mean, I texted you. I mean, that game, if you remember, it was so long ago, game two. I know, January, um, right? January? Yeah, which feels forever ago. <laughs> uh, didn't, didn't um, who was it? Scott Mayfield th- threw a shot? or it was it, someone. I think it was Mayfield or Clutterbuck, one of the two, I think. One of those two just ripped a <laughs> shot that like got him in the throat. And yeah, he, like, left and he went game. down. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, I imagine you're you're just kind of like on the bench, you know, you're not ready to go, and you get the pat on the back like you're in, bud. Like <laughs> he's not coming back. Yeah, I think this was definitely a little easier. Probably he probably knew a couple of days earlier, so that definitely helped. Oh, I probably yeah. I mean, you probably like there is definitely maybe some like speculation that he might be able to come back, but I feel like NHL teams are notorious for keeping stuff under wraps too. <laughs> so it's like. Yeah internally they probably knew that varlamov was not going to get the start so yeah um, just like transition here but this is really a transition <laughs> just like you know the tampa bay lightning knew that uh <laughs> what's, his, what's kucherov. His name? Not, sorry, kucherov i kept want to say sergachev um One yeah i mean that guy's, that guy's been sk- that's been skating for that guy's been skating no. for like six weeks at this point no it was a miracle he 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 recovered the yeah the he day just, before yesterday Tampa Bay Lightning are cheating. <laughs> I mean, I can, I'm not going to fault them, upset. though. I'll fault the I can, NHL. I, I feel like I can partially be upset with both because it's just uh, – yes, 90% of this falls in the <laughs> NHL for being stupid. Um, yeah. But I just don't like that they're like, oh, look what we did. We were, <laughs> we're so smart. It's like, no, fuck you. <laughs> fuck the Blackhawks when they did it. It's like yeah. everyone who does it, it's like it's just it's just so stupid the, the way the rule's written and the fact that no one's changed it, but the Rangers win two lotteries back-to-back and everyone's <laughs> rushing to change the rules is beyond me. 
Yeah. I mean, if you're an LTIR, you should be done for the season. No more games. Like, you're done. Like, Brent Seabrook, career-ended LTIR, that's fine. You're you're, you're never going to play again. But, like, it's just a blatant cap circumvention. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. And it's, like, the fact that, like, they have this cap at, like, $98 million now is just insane. It's like, oh, cool. So not only were you able to acquire players and still be under the cap and make all these trades and, and get in these – um. Oh, what what these loan uh, affiliates? What were they? What did we? What were they called? Um, it was at the deadline. They were calling them. Uh, oh, like, I know what you're talking about. It's so like you, the third party teams that jumped yeah. in. Yeah. Oh, um, what were they brokers, called? Brokers. The brokers, brokers. The brokers. <laughs> that was so stupid. Oh yeah, the cap brokers. <laughs> yeah, these brokers. These break. broker teams coming in and helping with these. I'm like, why is anyone helping Tampa Bay? Um, it just doesn't make any sense to me, but we can go back to talking about the Islanders now. <laughs> yeah. I just needed to get that off my chest. No, it's just absolutely terrible. I mean, it, it doesn't make any sense, the fact that they will do that. But yeah, I understand. It was Sorokin. He looked great. I mean, he's going to start tonight in game two, so I have high hopes. Um, and the last point before I'll go into more of an overall game recap was that Sidney Crosby looks absolutely terrifying. When we played him two years ago, we held him to no shots in, I think, three out of four games, and he had one point in four games. And I mean, this guy, he had a goal. I think he might have had an assist. No, he didn't have an assist, but he had a goal. He had like upwards of five-plus shots. I mean, he was everywhere. It was absolutely terrifying. He's like on his game this year, so that absolutely scares me. But, I mean, overall, Islanders battled. I mean, they're, they're a playoff team. We kind of always knew it was coming. We kind of talked about this a couple podcasts ago. Like, they're just a gritty team, grinding them down. I was a little nervous just because they went into the playoffs a little cold, and the Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Penguins are hot. Um what else like it was just a little shaky with the Islanders but I mean I kind of knew that they would turn it around I feel much more calm now that game one is out of the way um I'm not entirely sure what to expect of game two but I'm much less nervous about coming out and like losing like in a shutout fashion to the Penguins I mean knock on wood it'll probably happen now but like after after last game knowing that we could beat them put up four goals on them um I was pretty happy with it so uh, overall We'll see what happens tonight. I have high hopes. If you can go, we were talking about it a little bit before the podcast started. Like, if you can go back to the island with a 2-0 series lead, I'd say you're in pretty good shape. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we uh, mentioned it before um, that if you, yeah, if you can go back to the island 2-0 against the Penguins, even if you give up one game, you know, you split the series there. You're you know, 3-1. You're going yeah. up 3-1 back to Pittsburgh. I'll take it's that like, all day. That's a lot of pressure on Pittsburgh, especially at home. I mean, they'll probably play a really good game, that that fifth game. But, yeah. you know, they're going back to Long Island. With, seven. You know, yeah. It's like you're going back to Long Island for a game. If, if it goes to six games and you have to go back to Long Island, you're down a game, playing Long Island, in <laughs> Long Island, yeah. and they're, they're one win away, you know they're going – like the Islanders are going balls to the wall. If somehow this would go to game seven, that's when I'm very nervous if I'm an Islanders fan. Oh, just yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, we blew a 3-1 lead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean if you're up if you're up 3-1, you have to close it out like minimum game six because all of a sudden it gets to game seven and A, anything can happen in a general game seven but B, you're already nervous. But I feel like if the Islanders split it, if they win tonight for sure, like you said, and they split three and four on Long Island, I mean, I, I have faith that they could grind down a fifth game five or game six win. I mean, this is a team like, yeah, Peugeot, Palmieri, um, Barzell was absolutely like invisible last game besides one play, which was very disappointing. But um, there's a bunch of other players. Pelic, Pulak, Letty. They, they got a Grizzly, a vet team. They got the fourth line. All four lines were going. 
Uh, Nelson Bailey had playoff experience. They're just a team that's going to grind you down in the playoffs, play their game, hit you hard, get their chances, and just play good defense. And I think that's just why they probably tend to lose more in the regular season, even though it hasn't been too frequent, than they would in the playoffs per se because they're just that type of team that's just built for the playoffs. And um, speaking of that, um, the, I don't know if the Penguins really are. They're they're, they're definitely an interesting team, but um, Tristan Jari, their goalie, I don't know if you watched the game, Trash. looked looked absolutely terrible. I mean, the, the, the scouting report is clearly high glove on that man because there was all – I think all four nice. I think it was all four goals were on. That was <laughs> <laughs> well inside the pod. I think all four goals were high glove. Like if you listen to this episode, we're gonna when we tweet it out, just comment burp. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you if you get that far. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I, like I you I mean you saw the goals like. He should have stopped probably. At I actually least two of really those. didn't get to watch m- much of that game. Um, I saw more highlights than anything. Yeah, but yeah, like, either way. Yeah, he, he looked like crap, um, which is great because they're back up. I think, the, I think, the Smith is I hurt. think, yeah, I think um, the Penguins really like knocked it out of the park. I mean, it wasn't like they had any other choice. Mark Flurry was like head and shoulders above everyone else, like just as yeah. a goaltender. So it's like for years you had that guy, but it's like, if you look at who they've brought in after, it's like Matt, the Matt Murray, Matt Murray. was one playoff oh, series. Ridiculous. And I called it. That was like one of the first seasons. I think that was my first like legit season watching. Because I kept watching him again the next year. And I'm like, he sucks. Like, he's not that good. It's just like they had an insane defense at the time. So it was like his second yeah. season. He definitely had much uh, a slump. And then you saw he's, he's not there anymore. Jari is is not great. The Smith is not great. Murray's uh, not great they, either. To be fair, in Ottawa, yeah, he's I trash. Mean, in Ottawa, he's trash too. Um, who did they bring in like a couple years ago? That was was horrible. Um, Anti Niemi, he was yeah, trash that was yeah. yeah, like that was another guy was they brought in. Was, I'm like they've they've had they've been having a lot of goaltending trouble. So uh, hopefully that continues for them because yeah, it's I, it's, I it's sure always so. it's always fuck the Penguins. <laughs> I mean, they're kind of everything the Islanders aren't. I mean, we can't score. All they do, I mean, I'm not saying all they do is score. They have a they have some great players on the back end, Latang, John Marino. But like the Islanders are all defense, all goaltending, can kind of score when they want to. The Penguins are much more prolific offensively. And I mean, if it comes down to the playoffs, I'm taking that defensive team probably nine times out of ten. It just seems to be the way the playoffs go, where as long as you can grind them out, um, you're in good shape. There's very few teams that can go out and just outscore the other team in the playoffs. I mean, I think Pittsburgh honestly probably did it in 2016, the first their back-to-back, where they just kind of – I think that was the first year that you were talking about with Murray and goal. I mean, he, yeah, he never really faced Murray anything. Murray just had an insane playoffs. He got yeah. the nod over Flurry, and like, like the right conference as the final. season ended. Yeah. yeah, or something like that, yeah. And then like he just – like, yeah, I think I think Flurry might have played a little bit of the first round, and then, yeah, and then, then Murray, Murray became over. the starter yep. for the rest of that series. And everyone, that was the whole. I just remember this because it was the whole Stanley Cup playoffs where they were like, "This phenom goalie, yeah, the like, rookie." And then the next year he was trash. Yeah. Or he, I shouldn't say he was trash. Next year he took a significant step back, <laughs> and then he kept taking steps back. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, like you said, hopefully it's a 
I'm hoping it's the same. Tristan Jari, I mean, their backup is Maxime Legacy, who was a Vegas like fourth string for a while. Exactly. Yeah. Who? who? I wish you guys could say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I mean, they're kind of 1A, 1B. I feel like if Casey DeSmith is healthy, they're going to run with him because based on, especially, I guess it depends on how tonight goes, eh? But I mean, it's going to be very interesting. I I really think the Honor is going to win tonight. And then it poses another really interesting question, which is kind of the last point I have is that. If Sorokin gets a win tonight and plays really good, you got to keep going with him through at least game oh, four. You, you, you ride the hot hand until he yeah. loses. I mean, Varlamov is definitely the better goalie right now. But, I mean, if he's hurt, give him, I'll give him the extra rest all he needs. I mean, could you imagine if Sorokin just goes on a run here? It would be absolutely, absolutely electric. I hope it happens. No, <laughs> no I was thinking about this, though. It just runs into – I don't know if that other one came in, but I did kind of burp again. No, we missed uh, that one. Yes. <laughs> um, Expose yourself. <laughs> I, I'm just like thinking about it. I'm like if it goes to a game seven and you're just losing games, I'm like I know you probably don't switch it up. But I'm like that puts a lot of pressure on yeah. Sorokin, man. Game seven, rookie uh, goaltender. Yeah, go Varley. Yeah. I'm I just like, they, man. Uh, I think. Crush him, though. Like, you blew all. Yeah. It's a, or I shouldn't even say you. It's just like the team blew all those mm-hmm. games. And it's like you're going into a game seven. And Varley's still like, I'm not 100%, guys. I don't think I can do it. It's oh, got him no. Sorokin again. Don't put this. Don't put this uh, juju on me. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, as 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 an outsider, it that is the perfect scenario for me because it would just be entertaining yeah but i mean that's um, a good great storyline i don't think we'll see you that's i don't think we'll see varley until especially if the owners win tonight i don't think we see varley until game five and if they lose tonight i don't think we see him until game four i think they give sorokin at least one two three and if he keeps winning they're gonna I mean, maybe maybe they'll sweep him. That'd be nice. Oh, that would be so nice to sweep him again. I'm Jay, I'm throwing jinxes insane. off the wall right now. We're gonna be through game two by the time this podcast comes out, and then game three is the night of the podcast. So the night we we release in the morning on Thursday, and game three is at night. So I'm sure a lot of people listening to this over the weekend are gonna be through games two and three. So I feel like we're yeah, gonna, gonna, gonna say, sound by smart or dumb. Re- by the time we record again, we'll be done with game four, right? We might be going, they might be done with game five by the time we record again, Holy which is crazy. Shit. I know we might have four four games to uh, recap. Let me go look at we'll the schedule. We're playing tonight. It's Tuesday. We're playing again Thursday, Saturday, and then we'll be playing game four Monday. It should be. Yeah, Monday. So we'll have – yeah, we're going to get through uh, two, three, four, and five by the time we record next. That's wow. crazy. It's like binging like a really good episode <laughs> of a TV show. And then, then the, I mean, God, God forbid, the upset after that is game, uh, game six and seven. So, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling pretty confident now. Uh, the honors can get three goals. I think they'll, they'll win a majority of the time. I would hope, um, even though it took four last time, but we'll see. I'm not, I'm not. The Penguins look good. I mean, they, they responded well when the honors went up with four minutes left. They're a fast team. I'm not going to put anything past Cindy Crosby, uh, Malkin's hurt, which is actually huge. I think he comes back for game three supposedly, but um. Yeah, we'll see. I think it's uh, I think it's looking much more upward now that the scouting report is kind of out on the Penguins. Yeah, I but, yeah. agree. What else is uh, What um, else is going on around the league? I mean, unless you have anything else with the Islanders, I'm uh, nothing else with I'm the Islanders. Good. Playoffs yeah. been six so far, though. Oh, um, awesome! That Tampa Florida a series, of, a lot of overtime. Tampa Florida is going to be a bloodbath. <laughs> um, I just yeah, I think all these guys playing against each other for all these months. 
there have been it's rivalries and, and bloodbaths building up and, and or like blood, you know, just rivalries. A lot of blood, sweat, and tears yeah. are going to be uh, shed during this um, this playoff. Bruins so, caps um, with, uh, with Chara, two OT games. That was a great yeah, one. Yeah, that was crazy. They made quick work of that overtime. Oh, my God. I turned, it, I turned it I on. I blinked, and that game was yeah, over. Yeah, it was 30, what, 36 seconds in? Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And um, then uh, the Landeskog fight at the start of last. I mean, just so many good moments. Yeah, and we're already on day Shen. three. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. It's, 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 it's been great. The playoffs, I've I been love enjoying it. them uh, thoroughly the so three far. games a night. Oh, so mm-hmm. beautiful. It's it's beautiful, yeah. I mean, I stayed up ridiculously late to watch the <laughs> so uh, Ava- Avalanche Yeah, we were talking about game. it. And then I was up this morning, like, debating whether I should just, like, go back to sleep or work out. <laughs> Shows work out, so props to me. But, nice um, work, nice work. Yeah, Speaking of the but, abs, uh, by the way, uh, shout out to our boys we were talking about last night, Devon Taves and Ryan Graves, not the son of Adam Graves, of course, as Chris Dooley pointed out to me <laughs> last night, but um, two former Islander Rangers, Taves with the Islanders, Graves with the Rangers, uh, really killing it over in Colorado. It's a little tough to watch. Yeah, I tweeted about it. I was like, you know, I really wish the Rangers <laughs> just like didn't trade him. I mean, like, yeah, he, he was I never feel like, the same su- way. He was like never super high up on their depth chart for defensemen, but like just looking at the player he's become when he was out there, it's kind of like, oh, well, we screw the pooch on that one because the guy we traded for doesn't isn't even on the wolf pack anymore. He plays, Who was he's it? on um Chris Begris or oh, yeah, he was a highly talented guy at one point, and then he yeah, just fell off. Second round pick, way. I looked, yeah. I looked it up because I was like, <laughs> I was uh, pissed about the trade, I, I got annoyed, so I was like, who do we even trade this clown show for? We're like, what clown show do we get back from? Because obviously. It didn't. It didn't pan out for one of the teams, and obviously it was us. And I look. Um, it's he's playing for like Lehigh, or Lehigh Valley, or something. Uh, I was yeah. like, oh my the god, flyers. he's not even. Yeah, it's like he's in the Flyers organization now. It's like Jesus. Yeah, I mean, good for those guys though. It's it's unbelievable how I mean the Avs have McCarr, Gerard, Taves, Graves, Byram, and Johnson. I mean, how how will you compete with that? It's unbelievable. They're all so young too, and that's going to be their the defensive core for like the next decade. Oh, jeez, they're going to. I feel like they're going to win. Oh, I, they're going on a tear the next like five years. If they can, if they can figure out the the first one's always the toughest to get, but I feel like once they get that first one, they could fire floodgates, off floodgates. Another one open. or two at least. Like they might pick up three. McKinnon in the next is just an absolute dog. That's why they they call him the dog. <laughs> He's the Nate dog for a reason, man. Literally. Uh, I mean, just that shot he had last night. You're. You're not stopping it. He's literally right in your kitchen one time. Like, it's just forget I, it. I, Bennington didn't even react. He just literally s- sat there and was like, Well, <laughs> what do you guys want me to do? Because he left him unguarded 10 feet in the off. Saw of me. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're just not stopping it. Also, that, that empty net goal, electric. You don't see many electric empty net goals where he just fired that. That sucker into the middle of the net as hard as he could, but that was that was that was a good one. It was, uh, and the Ryan going back to Ryan Graves, yeah. he had that insane save. I mean, oh like my that, gosh, that would have been a huge that. game changer. It's like the guy came out of nowhere. That was un- that was unbelievable. I mean, that's a that's a top top two <laughs> play hockey, I think I've ever seen. That's a hockey seen. guy play. That's, that's a hockey guy play. That was that was absolutely incredible. But yeah, good for uh, the Avs. I'm terrified of them, quite frankly. Um, I feel like a fool saying Vegas will win it all now because after watching the Avalanche play, I mean, I texted you before that series. I'm like, oh, maybe like <laughs> that game before the Avalanche started scoring, like before they put the second one in and the third one in and then eventually the empty net or whatever. Yeah. Um, I was like, if the Blues can hang on that game, this this could be a series. Yeah. And then like 
they tied it up, and I'm like, all right, here we go. We're we're in the mix, and then the they just turned just, it on. They're like fifty shots to twenty five. I mean, yeah, like you oh, said. Oh yeah, I, that was the other thing. Like I, I texted you. I'm like, the Avalanche are out shooting. Yeah, <laughs> at one point it was like thirty three to like. I was like, it's either eighteen or sixteen. I'm like, either they're way. almost up twenty shots. They're just unbelievable. I mean, I to be like, like you said. I mean, I the Blues are like a grizzly team. They won two years ago now, um, or however long three years ago, I guess now. If you count this year, but I mean, I I didn't watch the abs at all this year, quite frankly. I'll I'll admit that. I mean, they're a West Coast team. I'm never gonna have the opportunity to watch. I don't know how much you watch them, but I mean, damn, they're 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 at they're as advertised, quite frankly. I watched a couple games here and there. Um, more highlights than anything. Yeah, I watched uh, some highlights, and then like seeing them live, you could just <laughs> like how just like better, how much better they are at that point. I mean, that was in the before four times. Yeah, that's for sure, but. Lots of good games. Speaking of good games, Calgary and uh, Vancouver. Vancouver's up 2 nothing yep. right now. Playing right now Another as we speak. <laughs> regular season still going on. Playoffs <laughs> are going on, man. It's 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 what a what a gone what show. What an absolute joke. The NHL genuinely thinks people give a shit about those games. I, I, literally, I was texting you about it. I was like, "Oh my god." The, it was it was after it was like during the third period of the Panthers Lightning game, and I'm like, dude, we still got one game on deck. You're like, what the are you best game of the about? night? I was like, I'm, like, what? I'm like, dude, it's the best game of the night. It's the regular season Flames Canucks game. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> it's just like, goddamn, absolutely, absolutely electric. Only one more. Tomorrow's the end of it, though. Sadly, three yeah, thirty tomorrow. God. Yeah, but thank God. Um, lots of uh, lots of good stuff going on, but uh, we actually have some. I don't know if you have anything else to add, but we got some Rangers news too, which we of course. Joked about last podcast when we recorded the last Tuesday. We're like, oh, if the Rangers are going to fire David Quinn, like you said, spoiler, they did in our tweet. Um, it'll happen tomorrow because it's the day between we, we record and the day between we post. Like there's one day between Wednesday. Like, oh, they'll do it then. Joke's on us. They fired David Quinn on Wednesday. Yeah, that's kind of where I was going. Yeah. Um, I d- didn't see it. I mean, like – I we saw it coming, but so we initi- didn't, quite frankly. Init- yeah, so in- I didn't see it coming so quickly because initially my response was if they're going to decide his fate, it's going to be at least sometime this week. So I thought maybe we'll make it to the weekend. Yeah, and not like tomorrow. <laughs> like a Friday news dump, like, yo, he's he's gone. Yeah, the, the, the fact that it came the next day that he got fired um, wasn't surprising. I think the most surprising thing was Jack Martin got fired. I mean – the Rangers took step uh, uh, giant leaps, I would say, forward in their defensive structure, especially mm-hmm. in their power in their penalty kills. I mean, they had one of the best PKs yeah. uh, in the league, and I thought they were just fu- like I trusted when they took and they took a lot of penalties this mm-hmm. season. Um, so at least when they took penalties, I mean, like I trusted that they were gonna they were gonna be able to, to kill them off. I mean, I think there was like. They went on like a five or six game streak where they didn't let a single power play goal in. It was insane. Um, Benoit Allaire will last uh, till the ends of time. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, he's lasted. This is it's at least his third or his fourth coach. I think he's been yeah. there. I mean, forever. You, you develop one quest, I guess, and you get the uh, the free pass. Yeah, I mean, I was <laughs> surprised too about. Um, the uh, Jacques Lemaire. I mean, remember we? I was remember in the early podcast we were kind of skeptical of that hire. I think you especially, but I mean it turned yeah, out I really didn't good. Really know what to expect, yeah. But uh, good, good. I mean, it sucks that he's gone. Uh, I guess I trust, guys, guys want their own guys. I guess. Yeah, I trust Drury. Um, 
It's got a lot on his plate right now. I know he's interviewing <laughs> for coaches. Gerard um, Gallant and, interviewed. Yeah, Gerard Gallant has already interviewed. To. I saw that today. They're, they're yep. going to be interviewing to talk it, but uh, I Not think he probably, he probably ends up in, in Seattle. Seattle I think. Yeah, he's interviewing um, there too. He's boys with Ronnie Ronnie Francis. Yeah, you pointed that out to me. I'm like, he's probably going to end up in Seattle. I mean, like, I'm happy that they're interviewing him. Um, the coach that I brought up that was in Russia that coached here, I think he won the cup. Oh, Bob Harlan. Yeah. yeah, I think someone's saying he's probably going to interview. I don't necessarily see that happening. Um, That'd be an interesting Torts one. might get an interview just because he knows <laughs> That's going to be chaos I, on Twitter. <laughs> I just I just don't think he gets the job. I mean, like Rangers Twitter is kind of up in flames right now just because they're kind of like, who's going to get the coaching job? I really hope they don't screw it up. Please don't be Torts. And I'm like, I don't think Drury – if Drury is the president and GM, he's got a lot of say – and especially since he's Dolan's guy, you know, he could just look at Dolan and be like, you gave me the job. Like, you didn't take the job, so you got to let me make these decisions, mm-hmm. um, which I'm hoping he does. I guess it I'm depends how he- much Drury was a – sorry, I mean, cut you off. I thought you were done. Yeah. I guess it means how much Drury was a Torts guy when he played for him. I think they played for him. Uh, yeah, I think it's probably pretty close. I guess it depends how, much he, depends how much he liked him. Who knows? Yeah. Um, I just, I just don't think Tor. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't Torch either. wants to continue coaching. I just don't know who hires him. I don't think it'll be the Rangers. I um, can't see anybody hiring him in a head coach capacity right now. He, yeah, he, it's just kind of like. I mean, what jobs are there for him? Like the Rangers? Eh. I mean, Arizona's never going. Arizona wants a young coach. Columbus, they just fired him. Montreal's never gonna take a guy like him. Uh, I just don't see a spot. Oh for my towards. god, they would. I mean. That would be Could you the imagine? biggest disaster wedding <gasps> of all time. That works with the hats. I, I kind of want to see it bad, happen. It would almost be as bad as Babcock and like Torts in Toronto. I think would be much worse. Like that is DefCon one. Yeah, he's fighting with the media every day. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. Every single day, <laughs> he would be he would be talking to the media. He would be fighting with them. Um, <laughs> Rangers fans are also nervous about Babcock, dude. There's no way. Nah, I can't even, see that. He even gets his foot in the door. Um, but dude, that's a PR disaster waiting to happen. Not that the Rangers have been strangers to that recently, but I think that's just way, way, way worse than it's, people. It, it would be. It would, it would look really bad on him because it's like mm-hmm. you, 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 uh, you got fired from Toronto or Eli Atleco or whatever. Um, you sign with NBCSN. Do like one you do game. what three games? Yeah, maybe. Um, and then you leave because you got a, another coaching gig in a college like, in like, Canada, in like Saskatoon, I think. Yeah. Um. He, so he gets that gig, and you think he's gonna? I don't think he's coached a game yet. There, you think like, I don't he's think gonna so. sign that deal? And then when an NHL team comes calling, it's like it's like. He's the biggest fraud of all time. Then why? Like he's kind of is a he kind of is a fraud because he was gifted Datsuk, Woodstrom, Zetterberg all in their prime, and the guy won a singular Stanley Cup. I I'm not convinced that he's a great coach. I think he's very overhyped, quite frankly. So I think it would be disaster. Which you also think? It's uh yeah no it would be absolute disastrous. But like he's basically like Adam Gase, where it's just kind of like yeah he he did one good thing and everyone just keeps talking about it and that's why he keeps getting a job. And everyone's always like, he's so great, right? And it's like, bro, no. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see Um, them. Gallant? I mean, who knows? Maybe it's Gallant. I think all roads point to him. Um, I think that... Jack Capuano? That's a name. 
we should throw out there to be honest former islander coach and you're you're already uh rolling your eyes but i mean hey he's the head coach of the world's jury's the gm i'm not putting him past him quite frankly i think he'll be i think he'll be in there with the interview at least yeah, I think maybe as a courtesy, he might oh get an interview. Oh, my God. That would be wild. Islander Twitter would eat that up. They'd eat you guys alive. Yeah, that would that would be soul-crushing. I I really don't think Drury's going to fuck this up just because it's like he knows so if he yeah. does make a really bad decision, he's he will be out of a job before yeah. he even like realizes it's he's out of a job. It's his first big choice. Like, you got to make it right. Yeah, go. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah you, you, you really can't screw, can't screw up. up the coaching thing, especially with the disaster that was the firing of JD and um and and Quinn mm-hmm. or not Quinn um, Gordon Gordon, um eventually Quinn and then um just with like how the players feel and stuff like they're you you like the, it's weird to me that like the league is kind of like there are players that talk about like oh my god how did the rangers how could the rangers do this like they're just in complete shambles like they had so it's like i'll admit like they had a lot of pieces set up and it was like if you were going to be patient like sure um mm-hmm. this was probably five years down the line like they'd be really good but who's not still not to say who's like who's not to say that like five years down the line they're still really good they's just you know, Dolan wanted to kind of speed up the, you know, maybe three years from now they're they're in in deeper cup uh, contention than compared to five years down the line. You know, it's it, it is a business for him too. Like it's so it's like I do kind of understand. It. So it's like I don't I'm not hitting the complete and utter panic button on the Rangers yet. I'm like, let's find a coach. Nah. Let's just like let's start playing teams outside of the the tri-state East Coast area. Um, I think I think the big thing with Gallant that worries people is like guys like you know Lafreniere and Kako are like not going to get any time. There's um, also something just, there's something up with Gallant. I feel like the way he's exited he, his last two franchises after so much success. So 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 yeah, like that's kind of the thing. He was like, and and so I I was I was like reading something or watching a video about it, and and that, that they kind of like asked him, you know, I, I was I. Don't think he should have ever gotten fired from Vegas. I, I that was no. like the biggest. He probably got fired from Florida either. Yeah, both of them. Like now. those. Like I was just, I was just kind of like, I didn't get it at the time, and I still don't <laughs> no, get it. Me either. And you know, it just, it just seemed like he had a really good system there. Guys really liked him. Um, I think though, Gallant is the guy for the Rangers most likely, um, and I think. He's going to, you know, I think Sather and him are on the same page. If Sather is on, is in on any of the interviewing, they're on the same page that they just need a big guy, a big presence on like a fourth line somewhere that could provide tough a love, little bit of tough guys. Uh, yeah. And, and, and I was um, listening to another podcast that had John Scott on today and, you know, he was just kind of like, you don't even need it. Like you don't even like the enforcer in the game, the guy who's just going to beat you up <laughs> isn't really a player anymore which we've nah. kind of known. Yeah. He's like, you just kind of need someone who's feared. Like Ryan Reeves, he's not the best player in the world. He does some good things here He can and hold there. his own. But the thing is, when he's on the ice, like Tom Wilson doesn't do the things Tom Wilson does because it's like yep. Ryan Reeves is going gonna, is gonna to just beat my head in. Like he's much bigger than me. He's much stronger than me. Um, so he's just going to beat me up, you know, and you just need a guy on the ice where and I thought he made a good point. You just need a guy on the ice where it's like, you know what, if you're in the corner and you make like a, a dirty hit on someone or, or you're, you're barking at someone the whole game, it's like, 
oh, I forgot that guy's on the team, yeah. and he's he's probably going to want to do something, so I should probably stop. Um, <laughs> yeah, just some guy so who I can th- do that, pot 10 goals, throw some hits. Like That's, that's like a style, like a Matt Marr and Ryan Reeves, that kind of deal. Like yeah, the guy in San like, Jose, Curtis Gabriel, who just goes out there and just fights, like useless. Mm-hmm. Like John Scott mentioned, he was like, I don't know why they treated away Brendan Lemieux. I'm like, Brendan Lemieux was not very good. Like, like he didn't provide you with much offense. He stunk on defense. Kind of small. Really good. He, yeah, he's not your traditional like enforcer type guy. It's like he's like Ryan Reeves. I think is like six five. Yeah, like Brandon six Lemieux four or like, something like that. He's like six foot, like maybe five <laughs> eleven. It's That's like, like my it's, height. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's so 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 different just in regards to like being someone who's feared. So, um, yeah. Going back to coaching, it's probably going to be Gallant. I'd be surprised if they go with someone else. Um, yeah, that's fair so, at this you point. You know what? If, if Gallant can give me a miracle run like he gave Vegas year one, I'm I'm not. He's a I'm damn good happy. coach. He's a damn I good coach. Th- yeah, I I think I, I think he'd be fun until it's not fun anymore. Yeah, I feels like it kind of feels like towards where like I think this would go really well for a couple of years, but I think down the line towards the end it is could blow up. Just kind of like yeah, we need to get away from this. This yeah. is a bad relationship now. I guess that seems to be what happens with him. But I mean, if you could get a couple of good years, I mean, he clearly elevates teams. Tough guy. I think Dolan wants a tough love guy. I think it'd be a smart hire. I, I hate to say it, but mm-hmm. hopefully it's uh, Jack Capiano. <laughs> I hope it's Gerard Gallant, and you know what? Uh, I think it will be hate, hating to say hating to say things. Um, if the Rangers trade for Jack Eichel, I hate to say it, but I think Heedle's going to be in that trade. Um, <laughs> That's sucks, going up soon. But um, you know what? I, I I'm I don't know why I, Ryan Strom, even though he misses a lot of empty nets and. <laughs> um, He's in, he's in, he just I don't know his I, I don't know why he he doesn't bother me as much as he did but I kind of have like I have a warm spot for him in my heart now. <laughs> it's like I don't I think what just c- deters me is just like he's gonna be twenty nine or thirty and he's gonna be asking for like a long contract and a lot of money. I'm just like please can we just move can we, like we were doing so well with like not giving guys the money that they wanted and giving them super long contracts and it's just I feel like we're getting we're eerily close to going back down that road yeah um, Sather strong, like tr- five times seven like glenn Sather is in the back seat trying to grab the wheel and you know drew's try drury is tr- trying to like drive this car and dolan's just sitting in the passenger seat like whoa is he gonna do it oh, oh. <laughs> oh god <laughs> and, and i'm in the trunk like please just stop <laughs> the car <laughs> sticking your foot through the taillight pretty much like, yeah but um that pretty much wraps it up for me, man. I don't really yeah. have much else. I'm I'm cool with the short podcast. Got to go make dinner and then watch the game. But uh, we'll see what happens. Lots coming up for the Rangers. Big game tonight for the Islanders. Um, we'll see how our retroactive takes look on Thursday. Uh, so feel free to just absolutely fry us when we get it wrong. But uh, that's about all I got. Want to do some? Chris is getting out his trivia book as we speak, so yeah. <laughs> it's your turn um, to go first this time. So yeah, yeah, I think the Islanders are going to win tonight. Um, I think so too. What, 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 let's go with the score prediction. I'll go two. I'll go two one Islanders in regulation. I was gonna, I was going to say the same thing. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> we me we we were also on point with our playoff prediction or bracket. We only differed in like one or two picks, so we're, we're yeah. we were pretty on it. We'll see. Yeah, though. you you doubt um, 
Connor McDavid. I do doubt. Well, I don't doubt Connor. That's for sure. I doubt the other rest of the clowns. He was. He set an NHL record this year. By the way, I saw this. Okay, this could be one of my trivia. He was. Um, he got points on like I don't have the exact tweet in front of me, but it was like 108 out of the Oilers' 198 goals which was good for the highest percentage of influence on any team's goal in a given season. It was like 57%. He was like 0.1 over Mario Lemieux season, but like he was a part of over 55% of the Oilers goals. I don't know if that's sustainable. So I'm not, I'm not buying into the Connor. Uh, I, I mean, well, I should buy into the Connor McDavid hype, obviously, but I don't know if he could will him through. I don't think he can get him like to far. The- yeah. conference finals or anything he could, but, I mean, I, he could probably get out of the first round yeah at least. that's fair <laughs> uh i mean he but again i'm i'm not gonna doubt what he's actually capable of doing because it's like every time you start to think like oh he can't do this it's just like he's just like hold my beer dude i yeah. will not only do what you said i couldn't do but i will do a little bit extra just to like rub salt in the world. it's like it's like when everyone was like is he gonna score his 100 points i don't know uh three he needs three tonight he's like i'm gonna get four and yeah. then like in the like, first period just, like all right fair enough guy but yeah it's like all right, all right we get it you are like if you were to ever win cups i you're the modern gretzky like you yeah. are you are my gretzky i think he probably already is at this point but yeah you could argue yeah. it for sure but um, that's my fun I, fact. I don't, I, I don't know how Sid would feel about that, but I feel like Sid's just True. a different player. But yeah, you know, much much different players. But right. no disrespect to Sid; he's he's on a mission this year. We'll see though. Um. All right. So this is some trivia on May eighteenth, nineteen ninety seven. Who had Not three bad. goals in the Rangers five four playoff win against the Philadelphia Flyers? Mike Gardner. Nope. Speak of the devil, Wayne Gretzky. Oh, nice. <laughs> that, was not, that was, that was honest to God not planned. I did not look at this. Nice. Kevin Kevin can vouch for me. I, yeah, you, I, did, I was, he was, I not was looking staring at, at him this entire time. That's facts. Um, uh, this is a fact. On May 19th, 1994, uh, Stefan Matteau scored the winning goal in the double mm. overtime in the Rangers' 3-2 playoff win over the New Jersey Devils. Suck on that, Devils. It irks um, my soul that – Longtime Islanders announcer Howie Rose was the one that made the Matto call. <laughs> I ha- I hate it, and it's and, and I would too because it, the Rangers haven't done really anything in terms of making the finals, so it's like they're always just replaying '94 stuff. They love it always. Yeah, they love that shit. But the, that <laughs> like, that always gets played whenever they're talking about '94. The, the Matto Matto call. It's just like, oh, oh god, oh god. All right. Um. Nope, I'm not going to read this one. <laughs> 1979. Get out of here. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, this is a fact. Uh, in the 93-94 season, defenseman Sergei Zubov led the Rangers with 89 points in 78 games. They Didn't they trade him away, too? Zubov? Oh, my God. Zubov is one of I, – I, I, I got to watch him. I mean, you weren't really – into the NHL scene at that point, but like he played to like 2010 on the stars for a decade. That man was just a treat to watch. What a, what a fantastic player. They really, they, he's going to the hall of fame. He might be in the hall of fame to be honest or up for it soon. But I mean, the guy was just an absolute dog. Let's see who they trade him for. I'm gonna look it up, but uh, let's see. Sergey Zubov was traded. Um, draft picks rights traded from the Nordiques to the Rangers for Guy Lafleur, and then they traded from New York with Peter Nevid for Luke Robitaille and Ulf Samuelson. So I mean, 
move Robotine off Samus is a good haul, but like Sergei Zubov wound up having a thousand games played and almost 800 points. That's tough. <laughs> That's a tough scene. <laughs> Terrible, man. But um, yeah, pretty much wraps it up for here. Hopefully next week, Rangers have a coach. We'll know more about the Islanders. A lot more, yeah. Uh, playoff run, whether it's in jeopardy or looking good. <laughs> hopefully, um, the, hopefully the latter. Yeah, so thank you again for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast or if you listen to it. Uh, leave us a five-star rating and write a nice review. Share it with your friends and your family. You know, help the podcast grow. Uh, and if you haven't done it already, make sure you sign up for Vigit on yes. the Google Play Store, the Apple App Store, V-I-G-I-T. Uh, when you sign up, it's a free-to-play sports book app. Um, and it's just that. It's it's free-to-play. Uh, you sign up using our referral code, FBTB, and they give you a 1,000 coins. Um, and there's all types of prizes that you could win. Amazon gift card. Um, roku tv ps5 so you know start making some bets start winning claim some prizes repeat and join our league if you if you sign up you know we have our we have a fantasy um betting league it's from it's uh from broadway to belmont podcast the password is swing s-w-i-n-g nine <laughs> nine so make sure you sign up for vigit v-i-g-i-t in the google play or apple app store use referral code fbtb to get a thousand coins when you sign up and then eventually sign up for our uh, fantasy league. But yeah, that pretty much wraps it up for me. Uh, Kevin, um, got anything else? Nope. All good. All right. So we will, we will get out of here. Watch the Islanders game, probably tweet about it. And oh, yes. uh, we will catch you guys next week. Uh, this is all from us. Peace. Peace. <laughs>